Hello everyone. Welcome to FC Podcast. To know more about us, visit on fintrickcapital.com. To invest with us, visit fintrickcapital.smallcase.com. The topic of today's podcast is T plus 1 settlement in the financial markets of India. It was summer of the year 1997. The equity markets in India were struggling to come out of a four-year long directionless phase. Though globally the technology sector had started to excite the investors, nothing much was happening in India. It was arguably the most dreary phase in the Indian stock markets in a decade. The National Stock Exchange used to follow a weekly settlement system in those days. Under the weekly settlement systems trades done during the week beginning every Wednesday and ending on the subsequent Tuesday were clubbed together and the net result of those trades were settled in the next 3 days by Friday the net funds due were paid to the clearing corporation on Wednesday the net sold securities were delivered on Thursday as a result the new fund receivables and the net securities purchased were received on friday all deliveries at that point of time were in physical paper form a weekly settlement cycle ended on tuesday 20th may 1997 the pain of funds due was made on wednesday the 21st may the securities were delivered on thursday 22nd may everything went smoothly till 3 pm when the bombay high court appointed a provisional liquidator for the crb group one of the prominent financial services group at that time which was facing financial problems for the past few months anticipating this order the crb group entities had sold a huge quantity of securities in that settlement cycle most notably they had sold their entire stake in bank of punjab which was about 5% in that particular settlement the buyers who had bought the securities sold by the crb group had already paid in the funds on 21st of may the crb group had delivered the securities on 22nd may the provisional liquidator approached the clearing corporation and stock brokers and told them to hand over all share certificates delivered by the crb group and all funds due to be paid to this group but this case took about 15 years to settle the investors who had paid money on 21st may 1997 received shares only in 2012 and 13 financial year luckily for them the bank of punjab was taken over by hdfc bank in the meantime and they received hdfc bank shares in lieu of their bank of punjab holding after this particular incident in 1997 two things happened in the stock markets first the process of dematerialization of securities was implemented at an accelerated pace india actually became the first country to achieve 100% demat settlement within 3 years In- incidentally india was also the first country to implement 100% screen based electronic trading of securities at that time secondly the weekly settlement cycles were replaced by daily settlement cycles with a t plus 2 set- schedule Under the new system the trades done on a particular day were settled on the third working day with simultaneous pay in of funds and securities 
so technically there was still a gap of two days between pain and payout the risk had substantially diminished now a large number of young market participants who are still in their 20s may not fully appreciate how much the electronic trading and dmat settlement of securities means for the indian markets my research in previous years had indicated that over 95% of the market participants regarded dematerialization of securities as a single most important capital market reform in india from the next week onwards indian stock exchanges will move to t plus 1 settlement schedule for all the trades executed on the exchanges this implies further mitigation of settlement risk and faster settlement of funds and securities india will be the second market after china to implement this systems the us and the canada has also passed a resolution to implement t plus 1 settlement last year this t plus 1 settlement is a big leap towards achievement of real time cross settlement of securities in the next few years another point that is worth noting in this context is that india has have shown remarkable capabilities and enthusiasm in adoption of technology in the past couple of decades quick and widespread adoption of electronic screen based trading dematerialized settlement mobile telephony digital payments and digital communications are only some of the examples how even a less educated and a digital illiterate have adopted the technology in their day to day life now if a politician or a policy maker cites low education level or digital illiteracy as a reason for initiating or implementing any reform we should know that he is either unaware of the ground realities or just making false excuses